Welcome everybody to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Ceno Evil here. Let's get right down to it, starting with AW Rampage, and it's the Royal Rampage here, where the winner gets a TNT title shot against Luchasaurus at All Out. Darby Allen and Jay Lethal started in one ring while Nick Wayne and Swerve Strickland were on the other, since this setup was the same as Blood and Guts. Our next to a big surprise for the crowd here was Minoru Suzuki, who joined down Lethal on beating down Darby. Number six was Brian Cage, followed by Ethan Page in number seven. Number eight was Commander, who entered the ring doing his rope walk. The Butcher came out at number nine. Big Bill was number ten. We had our first elimination with Ethan Page tossing out Lethal, but Lethal went to hold on to Page as Suzuki dumped out Page. Butcher and Suzuki went back and forth until Butcher backbody dropped Suzuki out of the ring to eliminate him. The Blade came out next at 11, Isaiah Cassidy at 12, Toa Leona at 13, and Matt Seidel at 14. Bishop Kong was 15 as Brian Cage tossed out Isaiah Cassidy. The Gates of Agony eliminated the Butcher and the Blade as Matt Hardy came out at 16. Matt Menard at 17 as Cage eliminated Seidel. Jeff Jarrett at 18, Angela Parker at 19, and Jake Hager was last at 20. As each entrant came out, they uh, alternated entering either the ring, either the blue ring or the red ring, and the match would continue until it was down to one wrestler left in each ring, and then they would face off. Big Bill and Hager were going at it until Commander joined in and helped eliminate Hager. Bill then took out Commander. The Red Ring had the Gates of Agony, Parker, and Menard all teaming up on Darby, but the Gates of Agony ended up eliminating Parker and Menard. In the Blue Ring, Matt Hardy took out Jarrett, then Bill took out Hardy, so now it's down to Cage, Bill, and Swerve teaming up against Wayne in the Blue Ring, while the Gates of Agony are with Darby in the Red Ring. Wayne and Bill were tangled up in the ropes until Swerve eliminated Bill from behind, which got Cage a little bit confused. Wayne did enter the Red Ring and helped Darby eliminate Khan. Wayne used Cage and swerved against each other and was able to get Cage eliminated off the apron. Swave, Swerve then eliminated Wayne as Darby eliminated Leona, so it was down to Darby and Swerve. And Prince Nana went to attack Darby with a skateboard as Swerve then powerbombed Darby on top of it. They fought on the apron until Darby dove, dove through the ropes onto Swerve to eliminate him and win and get the title shot against Luchasaurus, which was coming up at All Out in Chicago. The next match was Billy Gunn of the Acclaimed, defeated Aaron Solo, Johnny TV, and QT Marshall of QTV. Masscasters rap called Harley Cameron a reject from Barbie. Um, how she turned Johnny TV to Johnny Gonorrhea and asked if she wasn't a chick, if she was a chick from two girls, one cup. Yeah. The match ended with Gunn and the acclaimed triple teaming on Solo until Caster hit the mic drop and Billy Gunn gets the pen for the win. And in the main event, Chris Statlander defended the TBS championship against Marina Shafir in a little over five minutes after hitting the Friday Night Fever. Go to Impact Wrestling. This is the first show after Slammiversary as Alan Angels defeated Crazy Steve on Before the Impact. Angels has a new cocky gimmick here and he forced Jennifer Chung to announce him as Windsor's favorite wrestler. He also got his first name back. Steve then told her to ask the crowd if they wanted him to bite Angels' face off and of course they said yes, so he did. Angels though came back with a spinning heel kick he calls the halo strike for the pen heath came out after and took out angels with the wake-up call the main show starts with scott demore in the ring thanking the crowd here in windsor for making slime anniversary one of the greatest nights of his life it says that now all the bully ray politics is done and his leap of absence as president of impact wrestling is also done he gets interrupted by the good hands and demore teases fight of them but instead brings out rich swan and sammy callahan as we have a match and swan and callahan defeated the good hands pretty quickly here with swan pinning jason hotch after they hit a double power bomb we see ABC and the Rascals get into a little bit of a brawl backstage, but Demore comes in and kicks the Rascals out since ABC have a match tonight. Johnny Swinger and Zicky Dice bump into Demore and ask what they had to do to get to 50 wins. Demore tells Swinger that he has to only win one match here to get a title shot, but he makes the match against Zicky Dice, and then Z- Dice just says, okay, he'll just lay down until Demore says that the loser of this match will have to leave Impact. Gia Miller is interviewing Eric Young, who is happy to be back here, and starts talking about change and evolution, but Nick Aldis interrupts him and asks Young for help, but Young instead proposes that they have a match, which Aldis agrees to, which will happen next week. 
Jake Something defeated Kevin Knight after catching him with Into the Void for the win on a pretty good nine-minute match. It looks like they might have some big plans here for Jake Something in his return. This is his first match on Impact TV since February of 2022. Courtney Rush defeated Savannah Evans. Jessica took out Giselle Shaw on the outside while Jody Threat came out and, and dragged Jay Vidal all the way to the back. This distraction caused Rush to spear Evans for the pen. Jonathan Gresham had a request to sit down with Tom Hannafin where he talked about not holding his tongue anymore and how the X Division has no rules and says that's a problem just like he fixed it in Ring of Honor and says that maybe this environment isn't for him and he just gets up and leaves. So I'm not sure what kind of character is going on here with Gresham or if this is legit him leaving. I have no idea. Dirty Dango defeated Santino Morella in Santino's first singles match here in Impact and he played it mostly serious here until he pulled out the Cobra but a Masked Man in Riot Gear comes out Bumps his helmet into Santino for Dango to get the pan, and he unmasked to reveal that it's Johnny Bravo, and he's now aligned with Dango. Giselle Shaw and Savannah Evans are backstage looking for Jay Vidal, but they bumped into MK Ultra, which is a new tag team named for Killer Kelly and Masha Slamovich, who wouldn't let them through, and then Jody Thresh shows up and just dumps Vidal right to Shaw's feet. Eddie Edwards and his wife Alicia get into a brawl with Frankie Kazarian and his wife Tracy Brooks backstage before security split them up, so it looks like we might be getting a mixed tag team match out of this. The main event here was for the Impact World Tag Team Championship as Subculture defeated ABC. Uh, this is ABC getting the rematch after losing the titles at Slammiversary. The Rascals came out during this match and caused a distraction as Trey Miguel took out Ace Austin on the outside and Mark Andrews rolled up Chris Bay for the win. Josh Alexander comes out for the last segment. He says it feels good to be back here and talks about how tough it was to relinquish the world title. He said that during his recovery, he doubted he can come back just as good, but then he saw Steve Macklin hold up the world title, and that was all the few who needed to come back and take that title back. Alexander said he is 100% clear for in-ring competition and will take back what he never lost. He then asked if Alex Shelley is good enough to beat him, which prompts Shelley to come out. Shelley says that the two times he challenged for the world title, once he beat Macklin for it, but the other time he lost to Alexander, and now he wants to know if he's good enough to actually beat him. So he agrees to match to prove himself. Leo Rush, though, comes out and tells Shelley that he'd be his best friend for the X Division title, and if he wants to be an Impact World Champion, there's only one thing to do, and he teases exercise and option C. But Kushida, who's the Ultimate X winner, comes out with his big X and says that there is no option C until Rush faces him. Bully Ray then comes out, and then Moose and Brian Myers attack Alexander, Shelley, and Kushida from behind. Leo Rush teases joining in, but just ends up leaving as the show ends. We go to Ring of Honor on Honor Club. In a pure rules match, Daniel Garcia defeated Jason Geiger, with Christopher Daniels, Jerry Lynn, and Matt Taven as judges. Garcia won by submission with the Dragon Slayer, but Geiger had a very nice showing. Uh, Katsuyuri Shibata came to the ring and face-off, as this was ahead of their pure title match at Death Before Dishonor. Utami Hayashishita from Stardom, in her Ring of Honor debut, fresh off a couple of GCW shows, defeated Trisha Dora, who they say is now representing the infantry, making them an official stable. Utami didn't even get an entrance here, but she ended up winning in a pretty good 9-minute match after hitting a spinning powerbomb. We have the finals of the Ring of Honor TV title eliminator tournament as Dalton Castle defeated Shane Taylor. After being unable to lift Taylor and hit him with the bangerang, he was able to lift up Taylor and hit him with a bangerang to win the right to face Samoa Joe at death before dishonor. In another pure rules match, Josh Woods defeated James Stone very quickly after hitting the anarchy suplex into the corner. We see Tony Khan is backstage and he announces that Willow Nightingale will be challenging Athena for the Ring of Honor Women's Championship, which Athena was not very happy about, so she went to the ring while still wearing her street clothes as she has a proven ground match against Nikita, and she wins in under a minute after she just sulks in the corner until Nikita, Nikita gets into her face, and Athena just snaps and knocks Nikita out with one punch for the quick win. Athena kept attacking Nikita until Willow Nightingale came out and had a stare down with her. The Righteous defeated the boys pretty easily with Vincent hitting Autumn Sunshine for the pin. Stu Grayson kept attacking the boys after until Eva Uno came out and had a stare down with him. Layla Hirsch defeated Nicole Matthews. Matthews is said is making her first Ring of Honor appearance here in over 14 years when she faced Miss shift at Clash of the Contenders. Matthews hung in there until Hirsch hit her with a knee strike for the pen. The Kingdom defeated the Workhorsemen, Action Andretti and Darius Martin, and the Bollywood Boys making the Ring Around debut here in a four-corners match. Matt Taven gets the pen on Gov Shira after hitting the Proton Pack. 
We go to MLW Fusion. Billy Starks defeated Becca, but not before Becca did her over-the-top, purposely terrible performance. Billy Doe hits a swanton for the pin and a good opener, and after the match, we see that one of the masked men from The Calling hands Billy a box, and when she opens it up, it looks like pieces of a brain. Pretty disgusting here. Not sure what The Calling uh, wants with Billy Starks, but I'm guessing it's setting up a match with possibly Mandy Leone. We see that the next person drafted to MLW is independent wrestler Love Doug, who we saw him as a fanboy for Becca at the Never Say Never pay-per-view. We get a promo from Doug saying that he is in love with Becca. Mr. St. Laurent gets interviewed saying that Davy Boy Smith Jr. will win the Opera Cup and he hopes he never has to see Microman again, which of course prompts Microman to jump out of nowhere and attack St. Laurent. Uh, the second gear grew, though, took, out Man- took him out as Mance Warner said that Microman is family. We see footage of Willie Mack trying to come out during Alex Kane's celebration after winning the MLW World Title at Never Say Never, but Kane just tells him that he's not welcome there, as Mack is now the number one contender, and they will fight at Fury Road on September 3rd. We have the start of the Opera Cup 2023. This is a Stage 1 match, as Davey, Smith, Davey Boy Smith Jr. defeated Calvin Tankman in a pretty good 10-minute match here by making Tankman submit to the crossface, and he will face the winner of next week's match, which is Tony Deppin versus Tracy Williams, and then they will go to the finals. Only four people in this tournament this year. The show ends with a promo from Rick Shane Page, who's calling out Jacob Fatu and pretty much says that the rest of the bloodline don't care about him. He even says Jimmy, Jay, and uh, Joe, all the names of the bloodline members over in WWE. We go to Woman of Wrestling Superheroes. The last call defeated Steffi Slays and Jennifer Slo- Flores when Reina Del Rey drops Wrecking Ball off her shoulders onto Flores for the pin. Coach Campanelli defeated G.I. Jane after hitting the Unprettier. Fury defeated Sandy Shore after hitting the Flight of Fury and getting some assistance from the Heavy Metal Sisters on the outside. And they kept attacking her until Crystal Waters and Americana come out for the save. And in the main event, and a little bit of an upset here, Candy Crush and Princess Aussie defeated Penelope Pink and Vicky Lynn McCoy of the Fabulous Four when Aussie hit the cutter on Pink to get the pin on the WoW Champion. So it looks like she possibly could be getting a title shot in the future we go to nwa so they haven't had an episode of nwa usa in a while so just for the time being i'm gonna start i'm gonna stop uh, discussing it and covering it until the show comes back but they do have another episode of nwa power which starts with carnage defeated jack stain by count out after aaron stevens hit stain on the outside with a loaded glove and he was dazed and confused and he couldn't make his way back inside and then dane went and stared down tim storm after the match as he was saying he's never seen dane look this week before Mike Knox and Trevor Murdoch defeated the, de- the debuting Russ Jones and Schaff in about five minutes after hitting the high and low and Murdoch gets the pin on Jones. Blake Troop defeated Mims by submission after Mims was trapped in a leg lock for a while until he passed out and the referee just stopped the match. We have the new team of Odinson and Jordan Clearwater defeating the U.S. Tag Team Champions, the Country Gentlemen, in a non-title match after Odinson pounced Anthony, An- Anthony Andrews for the pin. And in the main event for the NWA World Junior Heavyweight Championship, Kerry Morton defeated Matt Vine after hitting the show stealer. We go to NXT Level Up. Hank Walker and Tank Ledger defeated Quincy Elliott and the return of Ikemen Jiro, his first match since December of 2022. Walker gets the pin on Elliott after some double team work and a move that the commentary called the Flying Fridge. We get an interview with the new signing here in WWE making her debut, Izzy Dame. And Izzy Dame says that she's not the friend that's kind and that everybody loves. She's the friend that nobody wants but everybody needs. She says how it is and she keeps it real. I guess her whole thing is Izzy, so she keeps Israel or is something. Using the pun of is basically is her gimmick. She says people might not like her, but that they respect her for it. And she's here to give NXT the reality check that they all desperately need. It is what it is. There we go. For the first time hearing her, I think she's pretty good on the mic. And she has her first match here as she gets a loss against Danny Palmer. Um, Like I said, Dame's debut match here. And Danny Palmer hits a top rope crossbody to get the, the win. And in the main event here, Dante Chen defeated Javier Bernal after hitting his finisher that he now calls the Gentle Touch. 
We go to WWE main event. Rick, Riddick Moss defeated the Kiro Tozawa after hitting a jackhammer. And Apollo Crews defeated JD McDonough in their rubber match after hitting his pop-up Samoan drop. On the WWE Network, we have 10 episodes of WWF Championship Wrestling, spanning from December 1980 all the way to February of 1981, as well as WXW Drive of Champions 2023. That is it for me this week. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. <laughs>